Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr. On this episode, I am joined by a member of one of my new favorite bands. Uh, They have been on heavy rotation in this house since their music crossed my inbox. Please welcome Rocket from the Cocktail Slippers. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So tell me, what is what is out right now from the Cocktail Slippers that everybody should be listening to? Good Love. Yeah, we have uh, we, a new single, Good Lo- Love, was um, released uh, just um, like a month ago or something like that. And um, yeah, it's it's definitely a song everybody's cute to listen to. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. It is it is a banger. I. Uh, so if you had to describe good love using only one word, what would that word be? Uh, love. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe good. <laughs> um, rock and roll, basically. Yeah. Um, who is an artist that if they showed up in this Zoom right now, and said, Rocket, I need the cocktail slippers to go on tour with me right this minute. Who are we dropping everything for? Um, well, um, Mick Jagger, uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, it could be a number of number of people. It could be Joan Jett. It could be um, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, great bands that we. Uh, admire and would love to to tour with so yeah a joan jack cocktail slippers that would be something lineup <laughs> would be just absolutely incredible i would i would i would empty the bank account to go see that show oh like, uh, well uh, maybe i should call her <laughs> <laughs> so so joan if you're listening yeah hey joan <laughs> you owe me one remember <laughs> 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 if if you could change one thing about the music industry what would it be oh my god digital drums 
<laughs> no. Um, well, that's a hard question because obviously every industry is changing, you know, and um, um, but I think um, it's it's a lot harder to to like make a living as an artist or a band after the streaming services. And obviously it's it's cool for everybody. I use it myself because you can check out new bands and but it's really hard to get like the kind of cash flow that you did before where you could actually sell the record, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's good, but mostly bad <laughs> for us, I think. Mm. What's a venue that you would give anything to play? Um, well, I would say Whiskey A Go Go, but I just play there. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean CBGBs, obviously, but it's it's not there anymore. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe we should try uh, try to do the Viper Room next next time. I don't know. That would be that cool. That would be cool. Yeah. I, what do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> something almost slipped out. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, it's. I think it's that we're being a little bit too hard on ourselves. Actually, I mean, it's it's. We all we all come up with great ideas and then we start working on it on it and then we we kind of confuse ourselves sometimes I think and and start wondering is it good enough maybe we should add something and then end up kind of just going back to the way it was so yeah how would uh, you describe the music of the cocktail slippers using only colors and shapes ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how I can, all the colors, <laughs> every color, rainbow, and um, and shapes, mm. and not particularly square, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like star, star shaped, maybe. Yeah, rainbow like star shaped. <laughs> I will, I will absolutely agree to that. I, I definitely, I get that vibe. Do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? And uh, I have never thought about that. Uh, I guess both, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe artist first, but I mean, there's nothing better than to be on stage in front of a crowd. So I guess entertainer too. <laughs> <laughs> From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast, Your Life, the mixtape and headliners comes Your Life, the mixtape magazine a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. Um, tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of. Uh, well, uh, actually, for me personally, it, it was... Um... I think it was in 2010 when we were um, we were doing South by Southwest for the first time, and uh, we were with Stephen Van Sand in Manhattan, and he had rented this gigantic rehearsal room with with like a stage and everything, and we were kind of rehearsing the sets for South by Southwest, and then the door opens and a couple of guys walks in, and I I just I mean played played the song, and then I'm like, what the fuck? that's Joan Jett. That's Joan Jett right there, you know? <laughs> and, 
and then um because steve stevie obviously knew her from before you know and then um she went over and she said damn you guys are better than we ever were <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i think that is my number one top moment actually <laughs> that was so that was so cool i would die yeah because you know joan and, and the blackheart were they were rehearsing in in um in the space next door to where we had our rehearsal room. And they, they, I think that she saw Stevie in the hallway and then it's like, yeah, come on in and listen to the band. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was crazy. <laughs> She's so cool though. She's really, I mean, we've met her a, a lot of times since, and she's, she's so great every time she's been in Norway and, and she's doing interviews here. She's, she always mentions the cocktail slippers and for some strange reason, they always cut it out when she talks about us. <laughs> she always does it. It's really cool. You know, it's really cool that she's, she's no, she's, um, she really is one of my biggest idols, like female idols. I think she's just super awesome. What was the moment that you decided you wanted to pursue music? Uh, I don't know, because it's, I've always, it, it's always been what I wanted to do. So I don't know. I mean, my dad, my dad used to, to be a drummer and my mom played guitar and my granddad played the piano. So I'm actually, I started playing drums when I was seven. Um, and uh, I never felt like, I mean, my dad said, you really have a talent, you know, but, but I never felt like I could really, because I, I was just listening to Led Zeppelin. I wanted to play like John Bono. That's really hard when you're seven years old, you know, so <laughs> I was too hard on myself. I was like, I can't do this. And then um, I started playing uh, classical piano, I think also seven or eight years old or something like that. And then uh, nine years old, I tried the guitar and I was like, yeah, wow. That's, you know, you do lots of stuff here, you know? So, I mean, I kind of stuck with that. <laughs> so if you could start your career over from day one, would you do anything differently? I don't think so, actually. I do. Um, I, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, but I, that's, that, that's also kind of the way I am as a person. I try not to, I mean, look too much behind and, and spend time using things that oh I should have done, done this and done that because that was nothing you can do about it anyways you know so uh, and I mean we we since we started playing with the cocktail slippers it's just been it's been fun all the way so so no I don't think I would change anything actually when are you most creative yeah actually when I wake up and I had, you know, and then I started thinking about a song and that's really annoying because that's like, yeah, you got to go to work in two hours <laughs> and then I have to get up and like, okay, record it. <laughs> so often, often late at night, actually. Yeah. Mm. So if this podcast suddenly turned into like an impromptu concert type thing, uh, where would Good Love fall in the set list? Song number five, maybe, or something like that. We try to change it a little bit, you know, because we play a lot now. These days we have a, we have a lot of concerts booked, so and um, it's mostly in Norway right now. And there are actually quite a few people that come to see us more than twice, three times. And then we, you you don't want to have the same set list, you know. So we try to yeah change around, change the dynamics a little bit. But I think I think it's on number five on Saturday, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. 
Hello there, I, I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favorite subscription only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up. What, what advice would you give to the next generation of artists? Don't do the digital drums and auto-tune on your voices. Please, stop it. <laughs> now, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of miss the days where people were writing their own songs. You know, I, I, I get it that you can, you know, work with other people. and, and um, uh, But today, like popular music today is really, it's often like four or five writers for a song, you know. And it and the one performing the song is maybe this much involved in the process, and it, there's nothing wrong with it. But I kind of I kind of miss you know that people dare to be more creative themselves. So I wish that they would like do their own stuff. I mean, try it at least. So if there were 25 hours in the day, what would you do with that extra hour? There isn't. oh my god i don't i don't have i mean i don't uh, i don't have enough hours as it is so i mean you would have to add like 12 more hours a day before i realize i thought i'd fill them all you know (laughs) yeah no more time more time with the songwriting maybe that's uh, because we've been playing a lot and and doing a lot of stuff also i mean uh so yeah, more songwriting, more creative stuff. Uh, maybe one day I have time to start painting again. That would be nice. But well, <laughs> maybe when I grow old. <laughs> what do you want people to take away from your music? You know, I I I, I mean, hopefully, just uh, joy, because that's 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 why we do music. We love we love like playing live it's it's the best thing we do all of us is like the best moment ever is being on stage and writing songs the whole process well we all do this out of joy and out of passion so hopefully it just gives some kind of energy uh kind of like what we are feeling about it that would be nice
So tell the people listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on the Cocktail Slippers music. Well, best of all, you can go to wickedcool.com and buy the albums, all of them, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, of course, you can you can also stream. We have we're on Spotify and all the all the streaming services as well as of course. And YouTube. And if you want to see some really crazy idiot stuff that I filmed and tried to do then we're also actually on TikTok. But don't but don't actually no, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We try to be like on social medias also, you know, too. So you can, yeah. You can you can basically everywhere, I think. <laughs> you have to remember the name though. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is that name on uh social media? Yeah, cocktail slippers would be a good search name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about about you and about the music. I I am such a fan. So thank you for this. Wow. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. And and thank you for listening to our music and supporting us. That it means a lot to us. And then don't forget, you guys, that we are coming to the East Coast in November. So check out our web web page and and facebook and stuff like for a listing so that's gonna be good can't wait to get back thanks for listening to headliners we'll be back next week with an all-new episode don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for more information about the show visit us at www.yourlifeemixtape.com Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved. <laughs>